Wait, you haven't seen that? Welcome back to another edition of Past Potential Picks, where I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and Chris Dewey here. We go back in time to look at a film that one of us has not seen, and the other one challenges the other person to take a look back at that film. And uh, so we're very excited, of course. Uh, I'm a big fan of this film, uh, the movie that we are going back in time that Chris has not had a chance to watch until recently is that of The Big Lebowski from the Coen Brothers. And so very excited because I, I know Chris had you know heard of this film. He maybe said bits and pieces, but never got to see it in its entirety. So first of all, Chris, uh, you know I'm a huge fan of this film. Saw it back in my college years. Uh, what did you think of this movie? I love this movie. Uh, this is a movie that I definitely have heard of plenty before. Um, I know about the icon that is Jeff Bridges as the dude. And there, there's definitely scenes that I uh, had seen from this film. Um, and definitely, of course, nowadays you can commonly see Jeff Bridges uh, as a meme or a gif is a very common one. Uh, there was actually a moment in the film where I was like, that exact image is him as a gif all over, uh, you know, or, or a meme. But um. It's it's one that I know is like one of those cult classic films where it's like, how have you not ever seen this full movie? I feel like maybe one time, maybe in college or sometime in my uh, professional career, I feel like maybe someone had it on their house and it was like in the background, but I had never seen, you know, sat down and watched the full thing. So uh, luckily right now it is streaming on Netflix as one of the platforms it's currently on. So I watched it on that. And I can tell you, this movie is uh, hilarious. It is definitely a, a mix-up of a lot of different genres in one film. Uh, you know, for being really this kind of uh, whodunit, the wrong person being accused, you know, name mix-up, and then you kind of get into the ridiculous of, of all different people kind of after the same thing. And this one central character seems to be the wrong guy, you know, at the wrong time having to deal with all this stuff. It has a lot of humor, a lot of quick paced dialogue, which is definitely a trait of the Coen brothers. And it, it just all around is like a very fun movie with a great cast of characters. This cast is like phenomenal, of course, led by Jeff Bridges. And it's, you know, I have seen a fair amount of the Coen brother movies and you could just see that they definitely like to stick with people they work with because almost everyone in this film has been in at least one, if not more, other Coen brother films either before or after the big Lebowski, but, um, uh, and also I think just you and I are naturally also fans of bowling. Uh, there's not many bowling movies out there, but this is one of those that, uh, it, although it doesn't full on celebrate bowling, uh, it is a big part of the movie. And of course I did know way before this movie of the character of Jesus, yeah. Uh, that the great John Turturro plays. So, well, a fun fact about bowling: the dude uh, Jeff Jeff Bridges' character doesn't actually bowl in the film once, uh, which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, and and funny to think seeing this film, you know, years later, that it wasn't met with critical acclaim. Uh, it met with a lot of mixed reviews this time, but it has become one of those films that has become what is known as a cult classic. And I think you know, based on what you said, the dialogue is very very 
the dialogue is very idiosyncratic, as you would say, or very, very eclectic, very interesting, and it does snap. And but it's well timed. You think almost they're making up as they go along, but it's it's a lot of painstaking effort to make it flow so well. I mean, you've got this really great soundtrack, um, and just the characters, like you said. I mean, talk about uh, John Turturro's uh, Jesus Quintana. Well, I thought it was going to be in the movie more. Uh, to yeah. be honest, he's only in two scenes. He's oh, really yeah. like a. Uh, a featured player really um but i mean definitely you know looking at our couple main characters here obviously uh you know if you know jeff bridges work although he's of course ranged from things like this more comedic to very intense roles you know eventually down the line he would do true grit with the coen brothers um this is just like one of those movies you go okay i've seen this guy in tron and this is kind of like the epitome of that character uh you know this 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 free flowing guy is on unemployment. It's kind of great in Tron too. It's kind of like what the Big Lebowski would be it in the grid. If he if he was to grown up, yeah, if he had gone into a different direction. But this guy just is free going, you know, no troubles in his life. You know, he doesn't really have an income. He he likes to bowl and just hang out. And you know, man, I mean, he says man about a thousand times in this movie because that's his life. He's just chill. And to have him put in this situation where it's all of a sudden like oh someone mistake me for this guy because we have the same last name, but I don't go by the name. I go by the dude. It's just one of those funny, like the, it's like the giant boulder at the top of the hill and it just keeps falling down as more puzzle pieces start to happen. And you really are going for the ride here. And, and John Goodman as his geared, his good friend, Walter. I mean, this is a hilarious character. John Goodman, of course, is a great character actor has done so many amazing things in both film and TV this character was cracked me up because, you know, this film definitely feels like a 90s film. It's set in the 90s. It's not like it's years before. And the fact that he keeps bringing up his time in Vietnam and he just goes to such extremes. And to see how, like, they are really close friends, but how much they do kind of argue and fight with each other. And then, you know, the little tidbit that I didn't really understand throughout the movie, because I uh, next on my list for the Coen brothers, I need to see Fargo. I've not seen all of Fargo. Uh, just this great bit of Steve Buscemi being in this film, you know, a great actor uh, has done a lot with the Coen brothers and he, he barely gets to he's any such lines. A subdued, such a subdued character, um, yeah. especially like, you know, some movies he's playing in whether he's done, you know, in Boardwalk Empire, where he's a little bit more scary, intimidating. And some of the little creepier characters played a hobo and Big Daddy. But this is definitely, uh, definitely much more subdued performance. Just chill, a very chill character, but the humor of him always trying to chime in with the dumb line or like you know uh like i was cracking me up one point uh the dude's talking about lenin and meaning the russian lenin and then <laughs> steve buscemi turns around and he's saying i am the walrus yeah <laughs> it's like i'm the walrus back <laughs> your head you know humor yeah. um of course seeing philip seymour hoffman in here as brant you know uh an actor i really did admire uh and this is such a fun nerdy <laughs> like you know suck up role for him uh, we got Julianne Moore here as Maude, a very funny out there artistic role for her. I thought was really uh, unique and and a couple other people that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember him. Like David Huddleston, who plays the older Lebowski, the, the man is kind of like in the wheelchair. You know, I know him from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Another one we know John Turturro was in. You know, it's like all these little yeah, Peter Stormare, who also is uh, in uh, and even Tara Reid and uh 
Yeah, and then we get a little a nice you know cameo as the kind of the narrator Sam Elliott. Sam you know, Elliott, the one and only dude, just eating beef jerky. So yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's such an eclectic group of of characters, and you really have to you have to pay attention though, because the, the plot doesn't really necessarily matter. It's it's built in a way that everything's kind of very episodic. Like this could have been a TV series of like you know how it happens, um, but. <laughs> Just, yeah, just some of the stuff you don't realize, like, oh, my God, it's just so funny. And, um, you know, kind of well, funny. Thing I, that... I feel, too, it's it's like Jeff Bridges' character and going along with, uh, you know, John Goodman and stuff. The thing, the, you know, like this movie, like you look at characters like the dude, he's one of those guys that's going to say what he's going to say, even if it's a little off the cuff, you know, a little, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, something that maybe not everyone would say out in public. And it's it, it does have this humor side to it because it is like this man who literally kind of looks like he's just like a professional hobo is kind of his life. Always in these PJs and these ridiculous clothing and always drinking his his uh, white Russian is like his uh, go-to drink. But then you get into, you know, although, yes, I do feel like you have to pay attention to this movie. And I did watch it with the subtitles just to have that so I could kind of go along with the dialogue. There's then these weird uh, dream sequences and these sequences where you know, our, our friend here, the dude does like to be on substances and sometimes he gets a little too into it or is uh, drugged or he gets knocked out. And we get these ridiculous, like very fantastical sequences of dreams and, uh, you know, almost becomes nightmares in some of them. I thought that was kind of funny how that that kind of plays throughout the film and it kind of keeps you guessing a little bit of like, is this all real? Is this some dream? Is this some, you know, random Saturday for this character? It kind of, I, I like that element, how it's a little bit far-fetched overall. And then it goes really far in these weird dream artistic sequences, which definitely was fun to watch. Well, it's funny that the fact that this, this film um, would create such um, a, a cult following. And, uh, and we'd say it's a cult classic, but the fact that it's inspired so much that there's an annual festival called Lebowski Fest. Uh, it actually it actually began in Louisville, Kentucky. So literally people, you know, they, they have bowling, you know, games and, and limited name bowling. There's concerts, people, they have like, uh, you know, contests, obviously white Russians. And um, there was even that Dudism, which was a religion that was devoted, largely spreading philosophy of this. Because if you think about the way he presents himself in this movie, uh, it is he has like kind of his own religion, uh, and um, it's actually funny that the character was based off like real people that the Coen brothers like knew. So it's just it just just so funny, and I like the fact that if you you know pay attention to the dialogue throughout the movie, the the character of uh, the dude he's always using lines from uh, or um, stuff he hears from other people, and he tries to apply it to the situation. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's just like, and it just, but it makes sense. He's like, listen, I, I've got some good, sh you know, shit here, man. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, in the parlance of our time, you know, uh, well, it's like he's always, he's, yeah, he's always he's always got like what he believes is the final answer. And then right when that happens, another puzzle piece emerges and there's a few different people that are chasing him. And I, like, I love that he's obsessed with this rug is kind of a whole concept for this movie is he's obsessed with this rug in the beginning and these hitmen pee on it. So he's, he's just trying to get money back for the rug. And then it just, it's like 
the logs keep falling. It's like the tree keeps going and going and he just keeps getting deeper and deeper to the point where it just, yeah, it is like, it's just a lot of ridiculous fun. And these characters are, are, are very well written. And the, again, the dialogue really keeps this movie clipping along. And it's not a long movie by any means. It's still under two hours, but I can see why people really gravitated to his role as the dude. So if, if there's one thing you're going to take away is, just how free spirited and chill and kind of uh, just relaxed this character is even in these tough situations, you know, he never kind of takes the violence. He doesn't, you know, take the hard row. He just kind of is going through it, man. I mean, you know, I just, this is the money. What do you need? You know, he's like, he's so, and <laughs> I like and your the, accent. You, you combine it like Christopher Walken. I know I can't really do it. <laughs> wow. I'm the Bowski. I just, you know, I wonder what, like, like, nowadays if this movie had been made today like i can see someone like seth rogan playing this character you know it's and to think that also this is a time and age where you know marijuana was still considered you know not a good drug uh so i think that's also something interesting to see this character that just freely smokes in front of people and like again wears the pajamas and you know, kind of that hippie to get nature. a job like that on a Tuesday. What what day is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, overall, I thought this film was was really fun. I'm glad I got to see it and finally cross it off my list because it's one I've always uh, meant to watch the whole thing and just never had the chance. So, uh, thank you for challenging me, Taylor. It's a fun one. It's a fun one I plan to revisit in the future because it, it's just a, a hilarious script, uh, good character work, and just a compelling story. So. Big Lebowski was, was it was uh, it was it man it was it the 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 movie abides I'll say yeah. that much and you know that was just like our opinion man you know yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah we're glad you guys enjoyed that and uh, and for those of you who never have watched it we actually didn't give away too much so no if you haven't watched this movie go check it out now wherever you've been definitely one of the best films if not best cult classic films of all time so I'm glad you enjoy that. Thanks again for joining us, and that was this edition's of Past Potential Pick. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember know, know your, your potential, potential.